Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. brains y'all know i'll be unfounded here in a minute because i don't want you to be lost i want you to know exactly where you are on the edge with me and tammy yeah north now where are you at you're not in oregon you're not that far you're in washington right yes washington and i'm in the next state down i'm in california what's the weather like there in uh washington cold it's about uh 50 something a day i think 50 something is it raining no, it's actually beautiful outside. Well, that's wonderful. It's beautiful because yeah. we have gotten the rainstorms from heck. It has yeah. been really, really bad. But brains, you know, Tammy is um, she's unique. Okay, she is unique because she's a sister in the metaphysical world, yeah. and I'm just saying culturally, on the yeah. norm. Yeah, black folks ain't metaphysical. We yeah. Christian, we Protestant, we Baptist, we, we Jehovah Witness, we Jehovah Witness, even Mormon Catholics, now, even Mormon. Yeah, uh, I don't know how we got that lucky. Yeah, me either. I you know, but as far as metaphysical and talking about the spiritual realm and the woo woo, you know, it's really different, and people don't understand the parallel. I tell them all the time that there's a difference between religion and spirituality. Yes. And I'm trying to connect to the spiritual realm as well, because my creator is of spirit. Yes. They are not a physical matter, but how to tap into that, how to be guided through that and not be tricked up because somebody will put the old Spengali on you, the old abracadabra, and you thinking something that it's not. You're also a podcaster. Yes. And you're a retired military veteran. So I thank you for your service. Uh, yes, I know you said what I told her. Yeah, actually, my husband. <laughs> Is your husband a retired veteran? Yeah. No, yeah, are you the retired veteran, honey? Because uh, <laughs> your wife, I know I'm. My husband's retired Navy, and I am the veteran wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you move a lot uh, around a lot? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. Just a little bit. Yeah, we moved just Different a little places. bit too, but we moved to some great places. Yeah. Did your husband do 20 years? He did. What branch? Navy did a little bit over. He started in the Army. Okay. over to the Navy. Okay, yeah. My husband's in the Navy, and now he works for law enforcement. And uh, he's about (laughs) to retire from his second career, girl. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to keep busy. I know what you're saying. He said, I'm not going to do nothing. He said, I'm just going to lay up here like lunch meat. I'm not doing nothing. Because I say, let's do a food truck or something. You retire, get ready to retire. Because he he's the chef as well. Mm. And I say, let's do a food truck. And he's like, no, 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 see, no. <laughs> he's like, right. that's work. I don't want to do work. I'm good. <laughs> they want my husband to stay on. They've offered him a great bonus because he's a, a team builder. Yeah. He knows how to recognize and reward and promote, but also discipline with with uh, yeah. with a gentle hand, make yeah. it a teachable moment. All of that. He said, they can't pay me enough. He said, no. 
I'm going, all I want to do is clean the house and cook for you. I was like, baby, if I had known that, you could have retired six years ago. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about your podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about that. And what is your guess? What is your, your niche? What are you talking about? So straight out of Savannah is my podcast. And I got that name because I am straight out of Savannah. That is where I'm originally from. And so I started it. Honestly, spirit told me to start it. Spirit said, I need you to start this show. Um, and I interview people that are changing the planet. So I interview all kinds of people. I have interviewed people that, uh, I interviewed a braider. I interviewed people that had created seasonings. I mean, so I've talked to a lot of interesting people and I kind of like it like that. Um, some part of the interview usually focuses around intuition because that's my jam. And so I usually talk to people and I get it out of them a lot of times, you know, how they trusted their intuition in their business and, you know, all this kind of things and and what um, part that intuition played, you know, and how they connect to their higher self or to God, source, universe, whatever we're going to call him, her, or them. And so um, I do that. Oh, no. Do Do I have to do a pronoun with God too, girl? <laughs> okay. well, have to be politically correct with god well here's the thing i always tell people it's the god of your own understanding that's right because i'm not going to get into it about you know what you feel about this this god this religious thing and all that i don't get into all of that because that ain't even my concern and to be honest um i had an experience with my grandmother where she was speaking to somebody that was jehovah witness and they said Oh, you know, people don't even know God's name, you know, it's Jehovah, this, that, and the third. So my grandmother said, okay, so your name is Robert, right? And he said, yeah. She said, if I call you Robert, you'll answer. Then she went through it with his middle name and with his last name and all of the things he said, yes, he would answer or Mr. Whatever his last name is, you know? And so then she said, that's how God is. Mm. If you call him, he will answer. Mm Mm-hmm doesn't matter you know what you decide to call him and I say him her or them because I believe that God is a collective right you know and so that's why I said that's why I put it like that and I often want to because like I said I don't want to trample on anybody's beliefs and I'm not going to fight you for your limiting beliefs you can keep them if that's what you desire to do exactly so I see that your husband is on the podcast with you. Now, how did you get him? Girl, Mr. Magnificent said, no, I will bring you some water, coffee, I'll fix the lights, all that. He said, I don't need to be on camera. How did you get your husband to get engaged with you? You know, what what was so wild about it is he, I started talking about it, kind of saying, okay, this is an idea I got, you know, Sunday service with the Morrisons, because we both are on this plane where, you know, we are not doing religion, but we love God. You know, and so what I started doing was I started comparing some of the different texts and some of the different um, religious um, things like, you know, the the Bible and the Quran, the Torah. And many times a lot of those texts say the same thing. A lot of them say them. Sometimes they say them uh, verbatim in the same words. Right. And so I started doing research on that and just comparing. And then, you know, and I told him my idea, I said, I want to just share stuff, you know, and just talk, you know, and just you know, let people know that they don't have to be stuck here, you know, and there's so many different things that we can do. So we kind of just started doing the show and I started it 
And then one day I got him to come on because he was the same way. He was like, oh, I'm good. I don't have to come on, you know. And I said, I said, honey, I said, let's do this. And so one day we started doing it. And girl, it's almost like now he's like, every time he's like, oh, write this down. We could talk about this, you know. Right, 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 right. They get so involved. Now he's like, and yeah, he's into it. So it was like so cool, you know. But But yeah, that was just, it was just an idea that came through me because I felt like a lot of people need to see, you know, couples. Right, they need right. to see healthy couples and they need to see couples talking about all of this stuff too. Right. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Yeah. So you have children? I do. Um, they're all grown. Youngest ones are 31 and then the oldest is 33. Um, mm. I have two that I birthed and one I raised. Um, and they're amazing. I have one grand grandson that's 12. Um so oh, now yeah. what do what does your family, what does the next generation feel about you in the energy space? Oh, uh the the youngsters? Yeah. My children are all woo. Mm. <laughs> Actually, uh my son buys me all kinds of woo stuff. Like I, I got the tree of life on a necklace that he bought me and you know, different little things. I'm trying to think, hold on, let me show you this other thing. So cute. So he bought me this. I don't know if can you see it. Oh, that is nice. Isn't that what nice? Is that? That's beautiful. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a little thing that <laughs> this a little thing that when I plug it up, it, it turns and spins or does something, but it's really pretty. And I was like, uh, it's kind of interesting. Psycho uh psychedelic kind of yeah. takes you on a trip. Yeah, and that's, that's I'm gonna tell you what I have noticed and I have observed is that this younger generation has yeah. no or little respect for spirit, God, religion, and discipline. Right. This is not something that is indoctrinated with them. I don't know if there's been a breakdown between my mother's generation, me, and my child. My, my daughter knows uh, or has chosen a belief uh, to follow Jesus Christ as well as I have. But sometimes I see her waver. Sometimes I see her, you know, we pray over our food, girl. I'm praying for the sacrifice. I'm praying for the cook. I'm praying for the produce right. that drove it here. All of that. But um, she'll do it. But then sometimes she'll with her friends and she'll shy away. And I told her, you know what? Whatever your belief is, you need to stay consistent with that. Yeah. Okay. If you're not going to do it, you can't dibble and dabble. Soon as something happens, oh Lord, oh pray for me, this, that, and the other. You know, <laughs> when 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 the adversary shows up, along those same lines, if you are not disciplined in your religion, then you're disingenuous. What's your thoughts? I agree with that. I completely agree. I actually said that to my children the same type of way. I said, you know, you got to decide what you're going to do. I said because here's the thing. I said now, you know, I raised them in the church. I did. Um, I was raised in the church. I raised them in the church. Um, they started growing up and seeing a lot of the hypocrisy and stuff that was going on within the religion, all that stuff, because they were like in the youth group and, you know, they saw some of the youth that, you know, they were telling them not to have sex, but of course they were, you know, right, all right, these right, kind right. of things. And so they started saying, I don't know about this, but they, you know, they kept going because I had them involved as well. You know, they were all, they all did like, um, youth ministry. Uh, my daughter did um, what do you call that thing? Outreach. Mm -hmm. she did um, like 
missions trips and things like that. You know, well, they, girl, let they, me tell you the story that happened with my daughter and I never made her go back. We were at church and we were all dressed up and the pastor was on one that day. Baby, he ripped through the homosexual community as if they were Satan incarnated. And my daughter was about 10 or 11 years old and she tapped me on the leg and I leaned down and she says, mommy, I'm ready to go. And I said, you're ready to go? She says, he's so disrespectful. And I said, he is? She said, yeah. I said, who? She said, the pastor. She said, now you don't think that the that the uh, choir director is gay? Hmm. Okay? You don't well, think that there's somebody that walked in here, mommy, that wanted to be delivered and saved? And now he just has them going straight to hell. And the only way they can get to heaven is through him. She says, I don't want to come back here anymore. Hmm. She got that revelation and that download at about 11 years old. Mm. I told her, I said, what I'd like for you to do is to learn to, to agree and disagree. I'm going to set you up a meeting to have a conversation with the pastor. Pastor talked to her as if she was insubordinate, as if, you know, who do you think that you are? You ain't grown. You ain't lived this life. And, you know, and then at the end asked her, does she have homosexual tendencies? Oh my, at 10 years old? At about 11 years old. Well, you know, people discover when they discover. She well, says, I mean, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. And yeah. she just honestly told him, she says, no, she says, but I don't want to be, I don't want you to be my teacher. Wow. I was wow. done. I didn't go back either. Because you didn't allow her to form her own opinion. Right. You want to control her. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people think that, you know, well, religion is a form of mind well, control. To say is manipulation. You know, yeah. but woo is too. Woo yeah, is can be too because yeah. you are looking for a channeler. You are looking for a seer. You're looking for a seeker to help you get to this point. People and don't realize that, that, is, that is internal. Right. Yeah, they and don't, it still, they don't and it still comes from source. Now right. that's not to say that it can't be sharpened, it can't be, you know, right. interpreted. All of that is important as well. Yeah. But you still have to have a one-on-one -on -one connection with source where you get your own downloads, you get your own set of instructions, yes. your yes. own information. Agreed. So now when you work with people, you know, how do you help them discover where they are? What are two or three things, you know, that, that you talk to them about? Where are they in this process? Um, typically, and, and this is something that's kind of new for me. So I've been working um, with a lot of people that are coming from religious trauma. You know, they're coming from, you know, church hurt and, you know, all of this stuff and where they started realizing and opening and started their, having their spiritual awakening. And so typically I like to start, like I have one young lady, we started with um, acknowledging that she had gifts and actually looking to see what gifts she had. So that was one of the things because she started having experiences like, um, like uh, you know, she started seeing things and hearing things and all this stuff. And so she thought at first that she was, you know, losing her mind. And so when we got into it, because I just started, you know, asking her questions about what was she going through and what was she seeing and, you know, what was the, you know, and all that stuff. And so as we did that, she began to understand that you know she was energy as everything else is god is always good and not manipulative 
you know, and she started started diving into that stuff and diving into herself and who she actually was, you know, because the thing is, is a lot of times um, the churches sometimes will leave you feeling like, you know, you can't get your own guidance. Like well, God well, or or the thing of it is, is that um, it's about interpretation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you will have the same King James version and you go to three or four different churches and the story is completely changed yeah. to fit that person's belief. That's why I say you got to have that one-on-one connection. Now well, think about it. Now the Bible was translated like 65 times. Right. 65 times. Now you and there's only nine that, books. <laughs> I was gonna say, and you can't do that game. You know, that game where you, you know, you say the thing and then you tell somebody else and then somebody else tells them the same thing. Oh, yeah. Around the circle. And by the time you get it gets back to you, it's something totally different. Only something totally different. And that's exactly to me. That's exactly the same thing that happened with the Bible. You know, wrote it so many times. And King James was such a fool. I mean, excuse my language. (laughs) He was an idiot. And so we're looking at this thing that this idiot translated you know, they put their own spins on it. Of course. Just like everybody else, you know? And so you have to think about that and actually understand that you can get the guidance from inside of you that God lives in us. Right. It, you know, it, it's not, he's not out there in the space. Right. You know, he lives in us. But and, check this you know, out. Let's talk to the atheists. Let's give yeah. them, their, let's give them their, their due. Yeah. Because I can see I'm not going to mention their name. Very, very famous person. I had a lunch with them not too long ago. And they ripped the Bible in half and said they're, they, they're not going for it. Mm-hmm. They're not going for it. They're not going for the woo. They're not going for the Allah. They're not going for none of that. You know, and I but said, they don't well, believe in nothing? Themselves. And I said, but you, I said, but you take in the air, but you don't see it. You work on the internet, but you don't see it. Right. Turn on the electricity, but you don't see it. Right. I said, but you can't work by, I said, you can't walk by faith, you know, because you don't see it. You don't trust in it. You don't believe in it. What do we say to those people? I say, allow them their space, allow them their journey. Yeah. They've had, they've had, right. They've had whatever experience or lack thereof. Yeah. Or they've had trauma. Right. Because I know that there has been some some religions that, you know, is cold-blooded, you know, yes. and will shun you and make you feel bad. And, you know, like yes. there's some religions that you know, you have to sacrifice and that yes. you, you're not worthy of this and you, you're not supposed to have riches and you're not supposed to wear makeup and you're not supposed all these rules. Yeah. You know? I call it dogma. Mm. Because it's... It, it doesn't mean anything. It's- yeah, we were talking to the atheist, the person yeah. that does not believe. Where did you find your spiritual awakening? Now, you were brought up in the church. Yes. But to make a bona fide transition, not to say that I'm under a religious doctrine, but I'm more under a metaphysical practice. When did you make that transition? About 20... 20- I would say 2012, right at the time when I moved across the country. It was What's like, it was a God. <laughs> God spoke to me three o'clock in the morning. I was at work and God said, it's time for you to leave this place. 
Mm. And at the time, I didn't really know what it meant. At the time, I was like, I don't know what that means. But, you know, I asked and I was like, okay, what, what am I supposed to do? And it was like, okay. And now I realized it was not only that physical place, but it was that emotional place, that mental place, and that spiritual place mm-hmm. that it was time for me to leave. Because I, I left South Carolina and went clear across the country to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I did it on faith because I didn't have no money. I tell people, I said I had an astronomical car note (laughs) and I just, it was time for me to go. So I left. I think I had $500 when I drove across the country. And what benefit and what joy and what, what have you found being in this space? Oh my God. I found me. You know, I found peace and I found um, so much more love to me because I went through some stuff at the end of my, I say my church career, but I mean, here's the thing. I still will go to church. You know, I don't go regular and I'm not every Sunday person and I don't have a church that I go to where I live at. But, you know, if somebody invites me many times, we'll go. But, um, but I just truly believe that. God is so much bigger than religion. It's like, to me, and every time you go to church, they say stuff like this, don't put God in a box, right? But they put God in the box. <laughs> oh, it's like- No, they put God back in the coffin, okay? Yeah, yeah. They really do. Um, because <laughs> for some strange reason, people take on the illusion is that they are God yeah. or they're God. Entertainment industry. I ain't gonna go into that girl. They doing no. some. They doing some wicked stuff. They, they doing, doing stuff. Some, some wicked stuff. Yeah. Uh, and they are attaching to the minds of these younger people that yeah. think this is sexy. I just did yesterday, day before you, an interview. I'm gonna send you the link with a woman that is her stepfather is still putting a spell on her. Oh wow dealing with voodoo okay girl when you hear the story it's gonna make your oh yes and then you have i have a friend of mine that's just been released from a guru 30 years he's had her under mind control where she would have to sit pray chant meditate for four hours straight no food no water wait did you say 30 years 30 years she just got released from this spell and she has to drive past that house where he's still there with a house full of people that he still has under his spell. She's got to drive past that house every day to go to work. Jesus. And when she says his name, her body flinches and jumps up and down and twitches. And oh, wow. It, yeah, it's, it's a cold piece. So yeah. with that said, I can see why an atheist is like, forget that noise. I'm just going to go on and do like, my nah, too. Not but, for me. Yeah, but you hear them say, oh, God, pray for me, or this, that, and the other. So it's so disingenuous. It's a lot of back and forth, but you can't be back and forth with the divine. Well, you it's like the foxhole, you know? Nobody's an atheist in the foxhole, right? Right. They're in the middle of war. They calling for God, right. Jesus, whoever. Right. And anybody right. they, they even don't even know, but might have heard of. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, exactly. that that's like a real thing. It's like, okay, yeah, you can say that over there. 
But when you get in a crisis and you get in this space, you know, you're going to call for somebody. Right. And when you transition. Yeah. When you transition, I don't, I know that this is not the end. That's my personal belief. Okay. This is just a chapter and we go into the next chapter. Yes. What did we learn? How did we perform? Who did we help? What do we need what, to learn? What yeah. don't we want to do again? What, exactly. Exactly. What is our next assignment? Yes. All of those things. Do you believe in reincarnation? I do. I do too. I do. I truly do. And I believe also because I, I really feel like my grandfather chose my husband from the grave. Mm. It was just the most amazing um, thing because they have the same names. Wow. And they, so many things, it's just uncanny. Like my grandfather loved duct tape and anybody that you talk to about my grandfather, they'll talk about him in that duct tape. My husband loves duct tape, you mm. know, and it, it was just so many different things. And, you know, and I just really felt that I was like, I felt like, like my grandfather chose him and put his stamp of approval on him. Mm -hmm. And said, I need you to be with my granddaughter. Right. You know, when I found I my religious awakening. Uh, well, it was the first time that I had got the Holy Ghost. I had <laughs> knew it, but this was the first time for me, girl. And I felt like somebody opened my head. Mm -hmm. Fire went through my entire body, but I wasn't burned. Mm -hmm. I just passed cold out. Mm -hmm. Next time I got the gift of speaking in tongues. Yeah. And my tongue was out of control. And I couldn't understand the love language that I was speaking. And you know, they call that light language in the spiritual community. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so as I settled into it and looked at myself in the mirror, I found a certain peace. Yeah. I, saw, I found an outlet. Yeah. Uh, it's like my uh, bobblehead doll here. It's my alter ego. It's yeah. a place where I can offset things that are troubling me, worrying me. Um, I have a quandary, but also a place of joy when I'm yeah. happy. Uh, you know, I praise through my circumstance. If there's something that adversarial that pops up, I know that there's a place that I can go and there will be solace there. There will be a conversation. Yeah. It may be my words, but the energy and how you feel and how you're relaxed but also a place of hope and possibility and yeah. also blessings. You yes. know, people are trying to get that new car. They trying to get that husband. They trying yeah. to get that new job. But what you need to do is get clarity about who you are because maybe you're not supposed to have that. You gonna make me get up and shout. What? Ain't no that right there. Okay. That was a whole last word. Shoot. Okay. Because yeah, I'm telling you, that was the space to me for the spiritual awakening because that was where I was. I was, I had was, had been divorced. You know, my kids were all grown and I was like, okay, what is next for me? You know, I, my career, I don't know if I shared, but I had been burned out for years and I didn't even realize at the time that I was so burnt, you know, mm -hmm. and that was the place. It was like, okay, who am I? You right. know, and that was the thing. And that was, I think the journey that started me on that path. It's like, who am I? And what is it that I'm called to do on this planet? What is the impact that I was here to right. create? Right, right, you know? right. So that was the thing. It was like, I know 
that there's something that I was called to do. I knew I'm not that supposed from, to from a child. Like lunch meat. No. <laughs> I've been a healer since I was a child. I've been laying hands on people since I was three years old. Mm. So I knew that that was something that I was called to do. Now, did I want to do it? No. I fought that thing for decades. Right. right. You know, because it's no, a lot. No. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. You, you're taking on a lot. You're taking on responsibility. You're taking on yeah. hurt, shame, pain. And then too, does the other person feed into this and do they want to continuously do the work? Right. You know? That's the thing. I and that, that, that's, that's the thing. Eat, but work. if you're not hungry, you won't that's, eat. That's the thing when you work with people because you, 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 you want the best for them. Because for me, I love to see my clients at their best. You mm. know what I mean? Like I, I um, envision them at the best version of themselves. But right. sometimes people don't, they don't want to do the work to get there because they think that, um, they think that uh, be witch is real and you could just twinkle your nose and right. get there. Well, you or got they, the woo, girl. You got, and with the woo, you got the pixie oh, dust. You know, you I can, wand. You got, look you, here. Got all, you got all access. You got an all can, VIP pass. I can just throw a crystal on them. What? You know, and boom, it's done. You right. know what I mean? And, and it's right. not, it's not like that. You know, it's now, a let's talk journey. about that. Let's talk about that a little bit because, again, I have crystals. Different right. types of communication crystals, healing crystal stones. Love them. for energy. I love them too, uh, mm -hmm. but I don't put a hundred percent faith in the stone, but then I have to think about it. That stone has been compressed in the earth yeah. for millions. Who of knows years. how long? Right. Right. And here I am, I have access to it um, and I use it as, I don't know, as I don't know what I use it for. I'll be real honest with you. I don't know. As tools. I use them as tools. Because that's what they are. Okay. Explain the, the use of crystals to my brains. So you you use them as tools. And I mean, for me, I'm I'm super intuitive. So I'm I intuit almost everything. And I didn't realize that about myself until I don't know, here lately, like in the last maybe a couple of years. But I intuit. So like I use crystals in different ways. You know, sometimes I use them in my sessions. Um, a lot of times <clears throat> I do a process called DNA activation and I use the crystals in that as far as um, intuiting what crystal the person needs to have. I also like I have some crystals that I sleep with. Like I have I've been sleeping with a selenite wand because I do feel like it amplifies your dreams. So there are different things that you can do with crystals. Like, like, like I have a, like sometimes when I work with people um, virtually, I use the crystals for their chakras, you know, because I do like crystal chakra alignment and stuff like that. And so sometimes, you know, you use it, use it like that, but I believe you can use it in how, whatever way calls to you, you know, well, whatever I way use them works usually for you. Like I use mine for healing and for yeah. communication. You know, yeah. uh, if I'm getting a massage, you know, I always magnify the, the, the energy there or to clear my space. I do, you know, so I have no, no, I'm not la I'm laughing because I got on and went to get on a plane and I had my crystals in my pocket. <laughs> I forgot to take them out when I was going through Safety. TSA. Safety. Safety and you know that they and I'm gonna tell you something, Brave. If you don't believe it, okay, but try it. 
try and see what happens. Exactly. Just try it. I had a situation where this real quick story. I had a situation mm -hmm. where I was going to a revival, a church revival, girl, and it was on fire. It was so good. Mm -hmm. But before yeah. that, I was having great difficulty with someone, a big blowout, big, big, big fight. In my dream, I was told three times to wear black onyx, black mm -hmm. onyx, black onyx. Mm -hmm. I get to this revival and you're giving your testimony. I give my testimony and I say about this black onyx, somebody in the audience as a part of the revival comes to me the next day and tells me to get rid of that because that's demonic. The oh yeah, that's right. It's of the devil. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, the devil is going to show up and this, that, and the other and all that. And I'm saying to myself, now you don't know me from nobody else. <laughs> when God talks to me, there is no misunderstanding. I know whose voice that is. Well, I was hot in the fish grease because I did not go there for you to determine or or to discern what I'm saying. Exactly. I did that. So I went and I got the onyx. I was wearing it. When this person told me this, the next day they saw me and I had the necklace on anyway. Well, I went and I went to the Bible. In Genesis, what does it say? Gold and black onyx. Oh, yes. It confirmed what I needed to know. Yes. So I slightly went back to this individual and I said, you know what? You want to be careful with your discernment. Don't interject. Be invited in. Yes. You don't know what this person has done. And that's what yes. I try to do. People talk about their religious things. A lot of times I just sit back and listen. Yeah. If they are in alignment and agreement with my thoughts and my beliefs, a polite nod of the head. I still don't want to have any conversation with you too much because then it's a battery back and forth who knows the, the most well do you know this and want to challenge you on that i'm not yes. trying to do that i can yes. only go by a god of my understanding yes absolutely i i feel i feel all of that because people will people love to come and you know try to debate and things like that oh yeah and then and i get i used to get stuff on, oh my god on my youtube channel i would get people popping in you know saying you need jesus and stupid stuff like i said listen 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 you don't know me Right. And apparently you don't know Jesus either. Because you, you judge Jesus, then you know that he's right here with me. Jesus is my dude, always has been. I was like, <laughs> you know, I said, you want to talk about the Bible? Let's talk about that. I said, because I have read that book many times. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. spoon fed us that book. My grandmother exactly. was a pastor. <laughs> I was like, exactly, exactly. You know, so we know that book. And plus, even later on, I did the thing in the church where you read the book Bible for a year. You remember those things? Right. Oh yeah. You read the Bible for a year and you know, you, you get all, yeah. So I did all that. I was like, I don't been ministry school and everything. So I can tell you about that. Right. About that doctrine. But you know? it is a personal relationship because I know people yes. that are saved that are illiterate and can't read. Yes. So I'm trying to say, because you can't read the Bible, you can't be saved. Right. You no. Know? So it, this has just been, you know, riveting, especially off of the interview that I just came off of, because she said at a very early age that all she had was God. Yeah. And she wasn't afraid and no harm ever came to her. But honey, some of the things that she went through and the adversary doesn't have to be with horns and red eyes. It Most of the time is, well, they tell you in the Bible. Right. That's right. Because we're going to get you. Liar and a thief. 
absolutely. Well, I am so glad to have had this opportunity to talk to you and to look at it from a different perspective. Raise, we're not trying to convert you. If you like it, we love it. Yep. Okay, because I'm going up yonder. I don't know where y'all going, what you doing. I try to give you alternative points of view. I try to give you information. So if you are seeking, these are opportunities to get to know people, to have conversations with them, to follow them, but also do your own research. Yes. Find the God of your understanding where you feel comfortable, where you feel vulnerable, where you feel praised, where you feel worthy, uh, and and you can share that. Yeah. That's what's important. Not necessarily what I'm going through or what Tammy's going through. No. But what is it that you're going through? And you've got to find a place that you're not alone. Yes. It's 8 billion people on the planet. That's true. Okay. That's so right. And the book is so much of that, you know? So much so, of Jenny, that. Please right. tell my brains how to get in contact with you, to work with you, to follow you, to uh, tap into your podcast, all that good stuff. So the best place is probably always Facebook. Uh, Messenger is always good. Um, and I am Tammy Morrison across all platforms. You can Google me. I'm across all platforms. Um, you can also send me an email. You're going to put that in the show notes, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So that'll be in the show notes. You can send me an email, tammy.unleashingyourtrueself at outlook.com. That's always a good way to reach out. Um, like I said, I have a YouTube channel, so you can go there and you can comment on those, those videos. I'm also on TikTok, Tammy Morrison. Um, I'm also on Instagram a little bit, but more so. Um, Facebook more than Instagram, probably. But you can also find me there. Um, Instagram, um, I am really Tammy Y. Morrison because my page got stolen. They wouldn't give me back my name. So I had to, yeah. They stripped you of your name, but that's all right. They haven't haven't stripped you of your character and your content. And I thank you so much for being here on the Edge Brains. You know where the spot is, the place right here where the conversation is pointed in your face. Okay, but the guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. Reach out. Try to find yourself. Okay? Because yeah. a lot of us are lost. But that's yeah. okay. That's yeah. all right. We love you. Thank you. So much. We love you. Bye, Brains. Bye now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.